Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that Edwards refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March 31st in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is indeed our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we is the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is indeed our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Archives are always available at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, share the love. If you go to lovingliberty.net, not only do you get the archives of Liberty Roundtable Live or the live feed if you click on the live stream, but you also get incredible talk show hosts around the clock via the Liberty, or the Loving Liberty Radio Network. LovingLiberty.net is where you go for that. And they also have uh, Android and iPhone apps to download that are free. You can not only get the live programs around the clock, but you can get archives and podcasts and uh, a link to follow our Twitter feed and a whole lot more for free on the phone apps at LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. All right, we had a two-hour special interview yesterday. We had a guest on by the name of Gerard Cote. And Gerard runs a website called SovereignHope.com. Uh, it's a great website. It's very insightful. And we had an incredible discussion about the sacred cause, the sacred term called sovereignty. Mr. Coates, or Cote, I'm sorry, joined Sam for a two-hour extended special interview because the topic is so sacred and fundamental to our liberties. So he emails me, Mr. Cote, and he says, Sam, regarding your sovereign citizen oxymoron. He's right. You know what? The term citizen and the term sovereign uh, at first glance are certainly an oxymoron. They're a contradiction in terms. But are they? See, I don't think they are if you really understand both words, but we need to understand the majesty of our sovereignty, the heritage, the ownership that needs to take place for sovereignty to be real. How can a person, for example, be a supreme authority and a subject at the same time? Fair, honest, open questions. We answer them. Whether you're a leader, ladies and gentlemen, or a follower, you are a sovereign owner who has the right and authority to make decisions, decisions that include managing and controlling your county, state, and general government officials. You know what? You can use three filters for this, ladies and gentlemen. Faith over fear, leader-follower mentality or biblical understanding, and generational understandings, ladies and gentlemen. Even Ronald Reagan taught that we could lose our freedom in one generation if we're not very, very careful indeed. Second hour of the Mr. Cote interview continued because the topic of sovereignty is so sacred and core to our liberty and to the proper role of government. We talked about what if the current caretakers 
of the greatest experiment in human collaboration ever was actualized in human history, and it was brought forward in a vibrant belief in something bigger than each of us, bigger than ourselves, if you will. Our founders crafted this unique management system to only function in an atmosphere of trust in God and in each other. It only works for those who have a religious and a moral support or pillars. It will not work for any other. That's the part we're missing today. We think we can jettison morality, jettison religion, but still have a strong country. Ain't so. Taint so, as they say. Ladies and gentlemen, we also talked about the great deprivation experiment, how they're denying us all the things that make humans human. Connectivity, love, touch, companionship, friendship, validation, all the things that we need as humans are being denied us because of the COVID. Eventually, because of climate change, they'll lock us down. It's out of control. Ladies and gentlemen, the only solution is to start from the ground up in your own heart. Cleanse the inner vessel, if you will. Get your own life together. Repent and turn to God. He's promised rich blessings biblically if you do. Then help your family do the same. Society is just a mirror of the family. Society will never be stronger than the families that live there within. The solution, at least from a governmental point of view, is to start from the ground up at the county level. Rights and responsibilities go together, ladies and gentlemen. You can't have rights and jettison responsibilities. In other words, all actions have consequences, folks. Understand this reality check. We have been deceived somehow into believing that government can literally run itself and we can just, hey, have bread and circus and entertainment and it's all going to be fine. Again, taint so, never has been, never will be, ladies and gentlemen. Understand that. All right, that's a recap of the broadcast that took place just yesterday. Still available at libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. All right, now we're going to have Brian Rust on coming up, Honest Money Report, of course. But before we get to him right after the break, i got a couple of quick stories to highlight for you. Academies now say that Smith refused to leave after the slap. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean to be rude, but the disingenuousness of the academies on this is absolutely just mind-boggling. How dare them? What do you mean they asked him to leave and he refused? So this belligerent guy is going to slap people and literally assault someone, and then when you ask him to leave, whenever they ask us to leave anywhere, they call security and throw us out. They literally handcuff us and haul us out of wherever. If you don't believe me, go ask Ammon Bundy. If you don't believe me, go ask my buddy Mike Brown that got hauled out of the Utah legislator, legislature for wearing a sticker for crying out loud. Okay, listen, this idea that somehow he refused to leave, who's in charge around here? Somebody who commits black-on-black -black crime? Literally glorifying violence in your very face? And the Academy goes, well, he wouldn't leave. What kind of a wimp group is this? First off, for letting it happen to him doing nothing in the first place is just shameful. And then to act like they have no control that he wouldn't leave? They need to haul him out. Now, they say they're going to have accountability for him, that there's going to be repercussions. Uh, all I'm telling you is I believe this slap was intentional for ratings. Now, they claim it was not, that it was not scripted. They tell you that. I don't know the facts. But everything to me points to that it was scripted, and especially when you say, well, he wouldn't leave. We asked him to, but he wouldn't leave. Okay, believe it or not, viewership for the Oscars rose a half a million people, 550,000 
plus viewers after the slap. So think how the media works today. They can literally take people who aren't even watching. News of the slap goes out. 550,000 more people tune in on the spot. Believe it or not, the slap was a massive boost for ratings for the Oscars. The slap was a massive boost for Chris Rock's comedy tour. Listen to this. The ticket reseller said that there were more sales overnight. Listen carefully. There were more sales overnight than there was in the previous month. Think about that for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Five of Rock's shows in Boston are officially completely sold out, according to TMZ. Think about that. More sales in one night than he had in a month. And then I say, oh, man, this is scripted. This is intentional. This is to get ratings. This is to promote, the, launch their careers. I called it right at the start. And they say, oh, no, it wasn't scripted. That has nothing to do with it. And now, look, Chris Rock's sales are through the roof. 550-plus thousand people joined the academies literally that night in a bump of ratings. And then how much discussion and how much hullabaloo or whatever you want to call it on the back end of this thing, putting the Oscars center stage, and they did it all by glorifying violence. Whether they did it intentionally or not, whether it was scripted at the start or not, they're no doubt milking this baby for all it is worth. It is shameful Black-on-black black violence, glorifying violence, promoting violence, no accountability for literally assault and crime on national and global TV. What a disgrace these people are. Shame on them all. But listen, this is what America loves. I told you we love bread and circus. We love food and entertainment. And we love it when the circus gets violent. We love blood and circus too, don't we? That's our society. Sad, but reality check, huh? Now, Miss Jackson will be confirmed with bipartisan support to the Supreme Court now, we see. Two-thirds of Americans now back judge, uh, however you say her name, Brown, Jackson, whatever her name is. Uh, Two-thirds of Americans, according to a new poll, back Jackson. They say she's ultimately qualified. I say any woman that can't define the... Any woman that can't define the word woman or anyone that won't even attempt to define the word woman because they say, well, I'm not a, a whatever, a doctor, a physician, or I'm not a what, shame on them all. What, what a disgrace. Okay. Woman definition. There are two genders in the human race, male and female. God said, created he them. Science backs that male female reality together the male and female can procreate and create offspring woman is one half uh, of the human race okay this is very easy to define woman is the counterpart to man making the human race complete whether you look at god's law or the science it's easy to define and i'm not even a judge she wouldn't define it because she's afraid to offend the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender agenda folks. What does that tell you? Is she qualified to be on your Supreme Court? 
where we should have fidelity to God, family, country, and the Constitution? Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. For decades, leftist, liberal, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Ammon Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho. Because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Brian Rust, RustQuentinGift.com with us. The Honest Money Report will take center stage in seconds, but RustQuentinGift.com has been working for generations, believe it or not, to help people understand and take possession of precious metals. Brian, welcome back, sir. Very much, Sam. Glad to be with you. All right. So um, I say the academies are lying. They say that it wasn't scripted where uh, Will hit Chris. But the Academy said Smith now refused to leave. That's why he didn't leave there. I say that's wimping out big time. The fact is, you don't just ask somebody to leave, and if they say no, you say you're getting belligerent, and you remove them. They didn't do anything like that, but they want you to believe they're not at fault. But then viewership for the Oscars rose over a half a million people live after the slap, and now the hullabaloo about it's just through the roof. And the slap was a massive boost for Chris Rock's shows. He got more ticket sales in one night than he had in the previous month. And now his next five shows in Boston are completely sold out, Brian. Yeah. Well, there you go. I didn't, uh, didn't miss, uh, Will, Will uh, didn't he uh, receive an award? So, yeah, I guess if kicking him out, maybe he wouldn't have got that re- uh, award and Wow, it could have been a disaster, I guess. Yeah, huh? can't have that, man. What would you do? With, <laughs> you're gonna, what would you do without people to receive the Oscars? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't know. I'd have to ask Oscar about that. 
Maybe and Chris they also Rock say that this Jackson judge will be confirmed with bipartisan support. They did a new poll and two-thirds of Americans back Judge Brown Jackson for uh, the judgeship. So uh, we're going to go ahead and put her in place. She can't even define the word woman, Brian. No, I get that. What? Uh, uh, so two-thirds uh, support that, but, I mean, is that a false uh, uh percentage that they're just saying two-thirds because i mean if you can't tell me you're female or what you are how can we put you there yeah I, I, but I it all depends on how i ask the questions brian oh okay there we go now you're for a woman being in the supreme court aren't you brian sure yeah sure yeah so you're you see you're for her now now what if it's well, jackson i see there you go what, what if it's point. jackson there <laughs> I mean, you're for a black woman, right? You're not against the blacks, are you, Brian? I uh, no, no, I'm. <laughs> so you're for a woman, and you're not against the blacks, and Jackson's extremely qualified. Uh, you're okay with a qualified judge, aren't you, there, Brian? Ah, uh, I'm starting to understand this, Sam. This is see uh, you, 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 you know. And if you say yeah. no to any of that, my friend, we know you're an absolute <laughs> bigot, woman-hating, racist, white man. See, you know. And so, yeah. you know, you ask all the questions a certain way, and, of course, two-thirds absolutely support it, Brian. But I bet you if yeah, I was in charge of the poll, you'd get a different response because you want to know what I would say? Yeah. Is a woman that can't define her own gender qualified to be on the Supreme Court? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would take It'd be words. like asking Brian if he could define man. You know what a man is, Brian? Can you define man? Yeah, I consider myself a man. Um, Redneck, gold buying. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Who, uh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, Honest Money Report in seconds. But first, Brian has an incredible guest to introduce that we want to be part of this discussion. Yeah, good uh, good friend of mine, uh, Kelly Finnegan, uh, who longtime uh, coin numismatist, I guess I should say, coin dealer uh, and so on. Also a, a chemist. I'll, I'll kind of let him uh, uh, explain himself, I guess, what he uh, what what was the word you wanted to use, Kelly? Is it? Uh, I am an oxymoron. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of call myself an numismatist, etc. I'm a chemist. I, you know, kind of a jack of all trades, master of none, and and have fun doing it. So, and and not um, afraid to speak my opinion. Gold dealer, senior chemist. Is that what we put for you, sir? Well, I'm not a gold dealer, but I dealt in, in, in coins a bit and actually had a, have a, a mint. So I've actually minted things at my house and um, engraved dyes, everything. I mean, anything to do with coins, I've pretty much done it all. All right. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Kelly Finnegan with us. Do you want to comment on any of the topics we've kind of mentioned so far real quick before we get to the Honest Money well, Report? Well, it's funny that Joe, Joe Biden knows what a woman is because that's what he said he was going to pick for the nomination. So I would have just asked her, are you a woman? But nobody ever asked her that. Are you a woman? You can't ask her that kind of a question. Well, <laughs> Joe Biden nominated her because she was, so obviously he must have asked her. Right. In the Oval Office, Good. maybe. I don't know. Richard, only Richard Nixon would know, right? Uh, ouch. So uh, if you can't <laughs> ask her if she's a woman, um, now it looks like that what they're doing is they've got bipartisan support for this thing. You've got a few unique senators that are going to go ahead and support it, and one of the ones that hasn't decided yet is your senator, Kelly and Brian, Mitt Romney. He hasn't decided yet. Yeah, well. There. 
And they should have asked her if she was a birthing person, at least, you know. Yeah. Well, if you can't define ask. woman, you can't define personhood, could you? Birthing. Oh. Personhood, yeah. Because if you're not a woman, you might be a person at least, right? Yeah. Or, you know, maybe Hopefully. maybe we can't define personage. Can you define individual? humanoid? <laughs> individual. <laughs> yeah, can you define individual? All right. <laughs> All right. Not let's, anymore. Let's talk about honest money first. Where, where's gold looking, Brian? Uh, gold's sitting around this 1934.50 on the paper. 1934.50. Okay. Silver, and where's silver? 25.10. So it's barely, barely changed then is what we're saying, right? Correct. About a 24 cent change based on last week on silver. Uh, you've dealt a lot with precious metals, Kelly. What do you, what do you say to the current prices? They don't seem to change much, even though there's threats of war and possibly nuclear war and there's supply chain turmoil and everything metal. else, right? I don't pre price them in, in fiat currencies. I price them in good. So I always look at, you know, with silver, how many gallons of gas can I get for an ounce of silver? And and, and so I, I count it as money. I don't look at it and compare it against the U.S. dollar or the Chinese yuan or anything. I, I price it in goods. That's how I always look at them. So give me an example. You do that, you I'll, look at it differently. I'll use this example to make the point. You know, whenever we watch old TV shows or old movies, they oftentimes tell you how much something costs. And I've really taught my kids – in general, whatever something costs back in the day when we had honest money, all you got to do is times it by about 35 or 40 to get what it probably costs today. And there's exceptions to it, right? But for the most part, I find it pretty accurate, which means our currency has 40 times been devalued compared to honest money. And, and I do that because you can look at whatever it is. You know, back in the early days when you wanted to buy a, a VW Bug, the original VW Bug. Look, you used to be able to buy one for like 800 bucks. Uh, $800 to $1,200, depending on what's kind of the cost for a brand new VW Bug, right? Uh, and if you take the 1200 times 35, 42000 uh, So in that case, it's, you know, how much does a brand new VW Bug cost now? I don't See, know. And it's I, up I look to forty-two thousand. Like it's not far off, right? When when I was a kid, gas was twenty-five cents a gallon, you know, and I remember seeing that. And right now, Brian, what's what, what's a, a twenty-five a silver twenty-five cents a quarter worth right now? Uh they're like six and a half. Six and a half dollars. Yeah. So can I still buy a gallon of gas for a quarter if it's silver? Yeah, I can buy more than a gallon of gas. So actually, the gas is cheaper now than it was when I was a kid. If we had real money, minimum wage was a dollar and a quarter in 1964. If I had five of those quarters that they tell us they want to give us, that would be thirty bucks. So minimum wage should be thirty dollars an hour, but they've messed around with the money. And so it's not money; it's currency. Money says this is what it's worth, but. Currency has really chewed it apart. Good point. And that, and that just shows why things are so out of whack for the American people. Why, you know what? Homes are flat out out of reach now. I look at 
you know, my grown-up children trying to buy homes down, man. They just can't seem to get it done, even though they make a hundred grand a year between the, you know, the husband and wife. Everybody has to work now, right? But they make a chunk of change, but it still doesn't even help. Yeah, yeah. We we have to have more than two incomes now, where it used to be one. Which which you know, if you think about that a little bit, there it takes, you know. Perhaps the woman, or, or, or I guess if the hey or now. the man, I guess you should say out of the home. So you can't so be saying that. There, there, you destroy the family, right? I mean, a little bit. I mean, not not per se, but a lot of it. I mean, it has to do with you look at the family in our country and what's going on, and and then they both have to work. And anyway, all right. The there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight, Brian Rust with us, ladies and gentlemen. Kelly Finnegan with us. Kelly Finnegan is a senior chemist. We're going to talk to him about COVID and a bunch of stuff coming up in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Nearly 200,000 people in seven states are starting to wake up in the dark. Tennessee has the most outages at more than 45,000 homes after a storm left a trail of damage. Alabama was hit by a tornado last night, and there's still a chance of more throughout the day. Power outages are still being felt in Kentucky, Ohio, Mississippi, Indiana, and Michigan. And on the eastern seaboard, from Florida to New York, you could see some tornadoes throughout the day. As the Hunter Biden laptop is revealing communist China has paid the Bidens tens of millions of dollars, many in America are wondering for what would warrant such a large amount of money. Disputing President Biden's claim of ignorance on his son's business dealings, former partner Tony Bobolinsky warned America before the 2020 general election that was censored by mainstream media. I have firsthand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden. USA Radio News. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Thanks, Pat. Call toll-free 800-630-1490. That's 800-630-1490. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Again, 800-630-1490. 800-630-1490 today. Or at SwissAmerica.com. President Obama's new library has gotten over a construction hurdle. A judge has tossed out an attempt to block construction of the Obama Presidential Center in Chicago's historic Jackson Park over concerns it would adversely impact the environment. A nonprofit group called Protect Our Parks led the lawsuit filed against the city of Chicago, the Obama Foundation, and other organizations and individuals last year. They said the environmental study linked to the project was flawed. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. 
The worldwide seafood industry is bracing for price hikes, supply disruptions, and potential job losses as new rounds of economic sanctions on Russia make cod and crab harder to come by. The latest round of sanctions attempts to punish Russia for the invasion of Ukraine and includes bans on imports of seafood, alcohol, and diamonds. The United States is also removing most favored nation status from Russia. Nations around the world are taking similar steps. USA Radio News. Gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Brian Rust, RustCutterGift.com, live on your radio. Kelly Finnegan is with us as well. Now, there's a Kelly Finnegan related to Unsolved Mysteries. Is that is this the same guy, Brian? Uh, possibly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not the same guy, ladies and gentlemen. But we will delve into some mysteries uh, right now with Kelly Finnegan. He's a senior chemist, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and therefore, you know, you look at that and you go, hmm, he might have some insight uh, into the COVID situation. Kelly, what do you think as you look at this from start to finish? What were your thoughts at the beginning? What were your thoughts as it progresses? And what are your thoughts now? And has it changed over time? Or wh- what do you think of the whole thing? Well, let me say, I, I might be the guy with the unsolved mysteries thing, but I, 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 <laughs> I have been involved with a serial killer. But now we'll go into the COVID thing. Um, it's interesting you know, as a chemist and not a biologist to see the fear in, in people. And I think that's the biggest problem with it is, is they call it science, but really it's a lack of knowledge that people have. And, and I would, I, I worked at a place where they actually did kind of testing on medical devices and protective equipment. And I would just tell them, you know, the biggest killer of viruses in the universe comes up every morning and goes down every night and yet people are outside walking around with masks on. So, um, and, and the, the vaccine, I mean, the vaccine has, has not gone through uh, the protocols that it needs to, to go through. It takes at least seven years for something to be approved, truly approved by the FDA with the testing and long-term experience of what's happening with people. And this got pushed through, but a lot of it's, the people's fault because they wanted something so bad that they, you know, kind of got given what they wanted. And, and so I think we're going to see a lot of problems with this down the road, but um, you're going to have to go elsewhere to probably get the answers. Even we see now that um, uh, they're, they're trying to block the information for 75 years, 55,000 pages that Pfizer has, and they blocked it for 75 years. And now, they're slowly letting it out. The things are finding out about this. There's like 1,800 different cases they've had of problems. So I think we're just the tip of the iceberg on this. The real truth about this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is, uh, look, they debate whether it came from a lab or whether it came from a, um, what do they call it, an animal, uh, whatever, meat market or whatever you say. Uh, as a chemist, do you have any insight to that debate? <laughs> Um, well, you know, if it looks like a, it looks like a pig and snorts like a pig, you know, I mean, um, they, they haven't been able to track it back to any animals and, you know, here you've got a lab that's actually been testing for this kind of thing, you know, and, and, the, and the fact that, you know, China covers this up and won't let anybody in and, and they're still having severe problems with them. They just locked down, I think Shanghai, which 
is the largest city in the world is locked down for a whole week. And so, you know, they're, they're having the most problems because that's probably where it all started. I, I, I think it's a man-made thing. Um, and I think, it, I don't think that they released on purpose. I think it just accidentally got out. One of the, the uh, biologists got infected with it or a couple of them were carrying it, didn't know it and went out and it just slowly spread. You want to respond to this, Brian? No, I, th- I think uh, Kelly's right. I, I uh, you know, it's you know, like we we talk saying the science, isn't it? You know, let's let's listen to the science, and, and and perhaps they've thrown that out the door. They don't want to hear the science, and and you know, we got to wear the masks. We got to get the jabs. We've got to get you know all this stuff, and and yet, I, like like Kelly says, it takes time. You know, you don't just uh, Pfizer all of a sudden. Well, they didn't have to take any time, and and they're making billions of dollars every day it seems like so yeah it was it was in their best interest wasn't it well i think the covid19 storyline is the greatest scam in the world at least in modern times that we've seen that's for sure uh and the the bottom line is the more we catch them at it the more they literally deny and lie i mean they literally have had to change their numbers over and over They've had to admit that, hey, the amount of people in the hospital was a big old lie. But they waited two years to lie about the hospital numbers and then tell us, well, a lot of people came in and didn't really come in for COVID, but they had COVID. Therefore, COVID was the reason they're there. Man, the hospital just overwhelmed with unvaccinated COVID uh, ill people. And then they admitted, well, you know what? That's not really true. Uh, Many people had COVID, but that wasn't even the reason they were there. And then they had to say, well, same thing with deaths. We put death COVID on birth certificates. I'm sorry, on death certificates, left and right, only to find out that, well, they may have died. They didn't die from COVID, but they had COVID when they died. Therefore, the COVID death lies. They had to admit that. They literally put a hospital in a a ship outside of New York only to, what, never need it and take it down? Uh, And then we go right on through to the science, to 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 the vaccine reality. And at first they said, hey, it's safe and effective, even though it's experimental. And now they're literally, when they're releasing the 55,000 pages a month by force of a judge, thank heavens to Matt Staver and Liberty Council, et cetera, Kelly rightly points out that, hey, now we're finding out there's literally thousands, thousands of known side effects, serious ones indeed. And then the VARS database literally showing thousands of deaths, thousands of injuries, and uh, the experts are saying it's 20 times probably the truth is what the VARS database shows. Uh, they've been caught in this greatest lie. But, Kelly, do you expect any accountability? Uh, no, there, there won't be any. But but there was such a financial incentive to, to do those lies. Then that's the problem. You know, there was a guy up in Vernal, Utah, who jumped into Flaming Gorge Reservoir to save a little girl that was drowning. And he saved her but he drowned, and when they were at the morgue, they stuck a swab up his nose, and he had COVID. So obviously, he died of COVID. You know, <laughs> yeah, even though he drowned. So, wow. so, but, but they get a financial incentive, you know, and nursing homes get money for the number of patients that die or have it, and and so I don't, I, I think that by the time this is all gets dragged out, that there'll be, you know, Fauci's eighty years old. You know, I, but nothing's going to happen to him. He won't be on TV as much, maybe. <laughs> but, right. 
but he, he that's, know, right. that's about it. You don't think they'll they'll get to the bottom of that and fire Fauci and criminally prosecute him under the Nuremberg trials? Oh, he'll resign. He'll resign before anything comes up. <laughs> that's right. He'll, re- he'll retire. What do you and say to that, Brian? Do we let a guy like this just retire into the sunset with a massive pension yeah. on your tax well, dollars? Yeah, they're going to do it just because it seems like they're always doing things like that. You know, you just don't – if it's it's really attacking and it's proven kind of, all of a sudden you don't hear about it. There's something else that pops up, and we drag, drag our attention from this that we want to see a result and what's happening over to this because, oh, hey, here's the next new thing. We better jump over here and let the people know what's happening over here. You know, what's that bait and switch? Is that what it is? We kind of, yeah, there's nothing to see here. Move on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Another wow. <laughs> yeah, let's Actually, go back to honest money. What's going to happen with the honest money as this scandal continues to erupt? Well, I mean, right now we're, you know, let's just say the sanctions. What about these sanctions that Biden's put on there? How's that going to affect Biden? Uh, Putin. I don't think it's having much effect on Putin stopping the war, and he's going to pull out. In fact, he's not pulling out at all. Uh, but it's, it's affecting a lot of poor countries, and it's starting to hit us pretty good, you know. Here, so I don't know. How was that, Kelly? Where well, do we I go from the- here? Where do we go from here on this? From a chemist point of view, is there help for COVID? Uh, is this, you know, a lot of people say it's not even real. I'm convinced it's real because I almost died. But exactly. Uh, how they're infecting us and how the spread, you you, you got to kind of wonder, and you wonder, hey, as a chemist, can you is there is there something we can do about it? Well, I think I think everybody's you know being more careful about uh, washing their hands and making sure that if you're sick, stay home and things like that, and and that helps a lot. I mean, and yeah, I think it's real. I actually, you know, I, I'm I'm one of the I a few people in my wife's family that is not vaccinated and I just finally got the Omicron one and, but everybody else has been vaccinated and boosted. I don't know how many times and they're on their like second wave of COVID. So it's like, well, I thought you guys were, you know, vaccinated. What, what do you have to worry about? And, and, and they're not fanatical about it, but they're very vigilant about following what somebody says, you know, but what do they say and, when they, when, when the two things, what do they say when they're vaccinated and then they all get the COVID still? In terms of well, you know, if I hadn't been vaccinated, I would have died. Well, how like, come I'm not vaccinated know. and I didn't die then? Yeah, I, I didn't either, you know. And, and, and my wife has been on oxygen for 16 years and got COVID. And she has, like, she should have died, but she didn't. But, you know, she's been on hydroxychloroquine for a long time. Wow, I wonder if that maybe, you know. And, and you never heard about all the, you know number of cases in, in sub-Saharan Africa, but they're all on ivermectin for malaria, so maybe that's yeah, what good point. Yeah, that, none of that works, though. Hey, we can't define woman. Can we get to the bottom of this? Hang tight, <laughs> Kelly, Brian, and Sam on your radio. Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education. 
conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com With you live, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Brian Rust of RustQuentingGift.com. We're talking about a bunch of different topics all at once. We're also talking to Kelly Finnegan, a well-known senior chemist, uh, and we're talking about this COVID scenario. And ladies and gentlemen, the COVID-19 storyline is one of the greatest scams in world history and an intentional COVID-19 planned, manufactured crisis is what we're talking about now kelly right before the pause said that his wife was on oxygen she's been on that uh, oxygen for the last 16 years and uh i guess she went into the hospital and they were trying to turn off the oxygen brian or uh kelly kelly yeah yeah because um you know she's been in before with other you know pneumonia or whatever and and wow we got to make sure your oxygen stats are fine and so they kept trying to get her off oxygen because that's the protocol you have to follow for COVID patients. When they're off, off of, you know, the oxygen coming in, then, then they can be released, you know. And so they kept turning it down and got her down to one, you know, uh, mil a minute. And it's like she formerly is about four and a half. And uh, so her heart rate was jumping up. And I'm, so I'd have to go over and turn it up and say, are you guys trying to kill her or what? You know, she, she has to have this. This isn't. But that, they just follow their little protocol. They're all trained now. No one thinks they're trained. <laughs> uh, right. so, like monkeys, you know, and it's just very sad. You know, luckily, I, people, as a senior chemist, it's because of my age, but uh, training these young kids to think rather than just be trained on how to do something so they understand why they're doing something, not how to do it, so... But, yeah, we were able to get her out, you know, when they finally realized that this wasn't going to happen and, and there wasn't anything they could really do other than just pat a, a bill, you know. So. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad your wife survived. Uh, I'm glad somebody came to their senses and let her out uh, with her oxygen uh, and our prayers are that she can remain healthy. 
Um, I realize yep. being on oxygen is a, is a challenge and everything else, but she can still have a wonderful life and still bless the lives of those around her, even though the medical establishment might not believe that reality check. I'm telling it to you straight, Kelly. Oh, I know. She, she was given three to five years to live uh, 16 years ago. So, you know, our doctor who is awesome is like, hey, what do I know? I'm just a doctor. Well, valuable point, and the Lord wants her around. It's that simple, right? Yeah. It's like I always I tell him, and he loves it, what's the difference between God and a doctor? That God doesn't think he's a doctor. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Before the end of the hour, we do always talk about honest money. We put a lot of other topics in. I understand that, ladies and gentlemen. But Kelly gave me a headline that is just shocking. Kelly? Well, it was that Putin this week fixed the ruble to gold, and he's buying. He allowed the, the the Russian citizens to buy gold without any tax because he knew the problems that were going to happen with this. And now the Russian government is buying gold, and they fixed uh, gold at five thousand rubles per gram, and there's thirty one point one grams to the ounce, so it's a little over fifteen hundred dollars. But he has he has fixed the ruble. To gold he he's gone back to a gold standard um so that will help keep the ruble stable so the bottom line ladies and gentlemen to understand russia's central bank announces ruble bound to gold five thousand rubles two gram of gold and there's what 31 point whatever uh grams to an ounce uh pegging it just over fifteen hundred dollars uh, but we always talk about honest money chasing out the dishonest fiat, Brian. This is what's going to happen worldwide if he can maintain this, right? Well, yeah. I mean, when when we went off to gold, you know, uh, and silver standard and, and so on. I mean, now it was fiat currency, and it and and the petrodollar basically is the trade unit across the world, which most countries and people, you know, they don't want to deal in that. And so here's one step, and probably China following suit. Yeah, backing their money by gold, and that puts, you know, which we should have kept that backing our money by gold, and we wouldn't have this huge problem we're having now. But that doesn't make the, the these elitists rich, so they, they want to, you know, print that fiat paper so that they can become, you know, and then uh, we can they can become rich. They can, you know, what's the interest rate on creating this fiat currency? Well, right now, what is it, a billion dollars a I don't know. It's it's somewhere up there. Is what we're paying in in uh, um, interest just to print our own money. So yeah, going going back on the gold. So that would that would change the fiat dollar. So that would be done. And then it, it is honest money gold. because it keeps the government it keeps the government honest. That's why it's really honest money. Yeah. Amen to that. It keeps the government yep. honest. It keeps everybody honest in the process. Really. Yeah. So, go. Kelly, if, if they uh, – here's what happened. We basically forced Putin off of the, quote, fiat dollar backed by oil. In other words, the uh, oil dollar or the petrodollar, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. And so he's basically saying, all right, then fine, I'll just use gold. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with that? Now we've got two competing standards. We've got the fake money um, backed by oil because we've made it the de facto dollar of the world by force uh, versus the Russia scenario. Uh, using gold as their backing. It's going to be a showdown, isn't it? Oh, well, well I mean, the, the whole deal with the petrodollar was with Saudi Arabia is, 
if you'll only accept dollars for oil, then we'll we'll you won't need a military. We'll protect you. And now they they're just seeing how they're destroying the dollar by printing so many. Now they don't even have to print them. The banks just go in and put some numbers in, and all of a sudden, hey, here's this cash. Go buy a house. So if they're saying, hey, we'll take gold or you know we'll take whatever, but we want something that's going to be secure, and and gold's pretty secure. So other countries are saying, yeah, well, we got plenty of gold. So well, good, we'll sell you the oil instead then. And uh, yeah, it's gonna it's it's a, it's a big game changer. All these things. What do you think is gonna happen with so, them? What do you think is gonna happen with this, Brian? No, I agree. Kelly's right. I mean, uh, you know, why would they want the current? Yeah, you let's let's take this dollar. We trust the dollar. Well, they're seeing the fact that the dollar hasn't been very trustworthy, and they keep printing and and uh, so now, yeah. I mean, gold, that's the backing, absolutely. Everybody trade would, would want to trade in gold, that hard asset, absolutely. It's been around forever, hasn't it? Well, it has, <laughs> and I and I kind of see a, a, a slow dismantling of the American leadership in the world. Uh, we've, had, we've been a hegemonist nation forever, acting like we can do whatever we want to. And now they're calling a halt to the con game. How long will it be until other countries decide that rather back their currency, at least even fractionally if necessary, buy gold? Uh, the undoing of the dollar is is eminent, isn't it, Kelly? Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, all fiat currencies go to zero. And, and this is the first time in world history that all currencies are fiat. And by fiat, what that means is the, gover- the government demands that this is a dollar. And there's nothing backing it but the faith and trust. It's the faith and trust that the government will tax its citizens to make good on the debt that it has. That, that's, that's all it is. And so, you know, there's nothing tangible behind it. And there used to be that the U.S. dollar was backed by gold and then all the other currencies, you know, said, okay, well, we're backed by dollars that are backed by gold. And when Nixon took us off the gold standard, all of that, you know, we all became a bunch of balloons floating tied to this big balloon called the dollar and 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 you can see what's happening with it. It's just a matter of time till you know they all go to zero. Uh, I think this is kind of where they're gonna move, try to move us to a global currency of some kind or a digital currency in some way. They're gonna use this as the great reset opportunity, Brian. There you go. And we're gonna jump on the blockchain, is that it? The question becomes about gold. Go ahead, Kelly. Sorry, I'm jumping. Well, about gold, you know, everybody's like, well, it's you know, terrible with mining and all the energy it takes. Well, they found that mining gold uses less energy than than just Bitcoin, not including all of the other cryptocurrencies. So, gold is actually more environmentally friendly than the cryptocurrencies by a long shot. (laughs) There you go. Well, and then yeah. people are asking the question. They say, well, why are Russia and China um, jettisoning? Why are they ditching the U.S. dollar? It seems obvious to me, Kelly. Oh, yeah. If, if we're, we're changing the rules of the game all the time, who wants to play? Yep, bingo. What do you think, Brian? How long will it well, take? It, That's kind of the problem is I, I get that all these things are happening, and I get that it's eminent, that there's no way to prevent it. All fiat currencies go to zero. Kelly's spot on on that. 
But my question, though, is we never know the timing. Whenever we try to nail timing, it seems like um, we get made fools of, even though the truth may be on our side. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. But I, I think that I think there's a lot of countries that don't, you know, they don't like the U.S. They don't, you know, like the way they play. They don't like the sanctions. They don't like the the issues. I mean, what was it a number of years ago here that uh, was it Iraq or somebody was was trying to buy some oil or uh, Saudis or somewhere they were trying to buy oil from somebody else, and uh, the U.S. came out and they didn't they wanted to do that or uh, secretly do that without the dollar. And then the U.S. jumped. Ah, oh, you can't do that. No, we're gonna we're gonna hit you pretty hard here. That's gonna cost you whatever. But there's a lot of countries out there that that don't want to deal with the U.S. because of the we changed the rules, like Kelly mentioned. So it could be a you know the support the support basically would be okay. Well, you know let's get back to backing it by gold. And if Russia's doing that and China jumps on and's doing that, it could be a ripple effect of saying okay, well the dollar's toast. And at that that point, good luck, and it would collapse. And and then we would be, yeah, we would be trying to dig ourselves out. And I guess we're jumping on now the the ruple, you know, that's the that's the currency of trade now, or or the yuan or whatever it's going to be. But it's, you know, and you go back in history, what uh, Great Britain ran that was it the pound was the currency for eighty years, and France the francs they were for thirty years or so. I mean, it's I guess you can see back in history other countries were perhaps the powerhouse trader and uh and we're kind of on the verge of collapse i mean we've well you know our government's throwing us under the bus kind of like uh, venezuela didn't their government throw them under the bus and their their third richest yeah, country all, just all kinda... empires come to an end yeah. all empires come to an end and that's what uh it really is eminent for the united states i'm going to leave you with a question to ponder ladies and gentlemen what would it take for the U.S. dollar to collapse. You know, I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to go down, uh, but I know that it is going to go down. It always happens. And the more we get belligerent around the world and wage war, fund unjust war, the more we the people are an immoral people, the more we uh, antagonize other nations. Uh, Kelly, the final word's yours. I submit the worst it's going to get, and there's no way to prevent it. Unless we turn around and obey principles of honesty, Kelly. I, I yeah, and everybody has to you know take care of yourself. You really have to go out there and study, and and you know like Churchill said, the further you look back in history, the further you look can look into the future. Brian, amen, Kelly. Hey, good job. Good to be with you guys. Thanks so much, Kelly Finnegan, ladies and gentlemen, doing a phenomenal job. Well-known chemist. Uh, standing up on the truth, Brian Rust, RustQuentinGift.com, and Sam Bushman. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Thanks, guys. Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is indeed the broadcast for March 31 in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two in the goal, always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, there's so much to talk about, so little time. We literally talked about the Russia's central bank announces ruble bound to gold. 5,000 rubles per gram of gold. Wow, so we got an oil-backed dollar and they got a gold-backed ruble. What do you think is going to happen with that? (laughs) It ain't going to go well for us, ladies and gentlemen. Those of us on the fake currency mandated by force around the world at some point, nations will revolt. It makes you wonder why are Russia and China ditching the U.S. dollar? Because they realize it's a scam. They realize they've been had and manipulated to the point of, look, force and tyranny never go well, folks. What would it take for the U.S. dollar to collapse? I don't even want to speculate there. I know it could happen so easy. And I know that we're doing everything that we can to prevent that collapse. I just pray we don't go to war in the process. But they're going to eventually commence the Great Reset. Uh, When the dollar is under too much pressure, they're going to say our only salvation is this. Operation Jubilee uh, is what I call it. The Great Reset will be disaster for you and me. They will move us into a tyranny like you have never seen before. The problem is I don't know when, and so I can't tell you timing or anything like that. Those who tell you timing often are wrong and look foolish, even though the truth is on our side, that all fiat currencies fail. So, you know, beware of that. All right, I want to move into this uh, Ben Swan reporting. Truthinmedia.com. It's sovereign.media is what it is. And Hunter Biden invested in and raised millions for Ukrainian biolab and secured U.S. military contracts, folks. This is serious, serious business. Here's Ben Swan with incredible reporting. On the Ukraine biolab story, as there is now new evidence that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, actually helped to secure millions of dollars in funding for a Ukrainian biolab company, one that has ties to the Department of Defense and may have been working on creating bioweapons. And not only that, but the company is also connected to the Wuhan Institute of Virology and EcoHealth Alliance. Yes, the two entities that performed gain-of-function research that ultimately led to COVID-19. What we're about to tell you today is not only a major piece of the biolab story, but also explains an awful lot about why Joe Biden keeps pushing us towards war in Ukraine. I'm Ben Swan, and this is Truth in Media. Hey guys, welcome to the show. There is so much to the story and so much to get to today that we're actually going to break this episode into two parts. The second part is going to explain the connection between the Wuhan lab and the EcoHealth Alliance organization that helped to create COVID-19 through gain-of-function research. We'll talk about that connection in our upcoming episode, so you don't want to miss that. But today, we want to explain this Hunter Biden connection to the Ukrainian biolab story, one that he not only personally invested in over half a million dollars, but also helped to raise millions of dollars for from Goldman Sachs and helped to secure contracts for from the U.S. Department of Defense. And he did all of it while his father was still vice president of the United States. 
We're gonna break down all the details for you, show you the evidence of this in just a minute. But before we do, a shout out to our partner for this episode, FinestKnown.com. Finest Known has some of the best rare coins and collectibles you can find anywhere. Did you know that wealthy individuals and investment funds are buying rare coins because the value is skyrocketing? If you go to finestknown.com slash swan, S-W-A-N-N, you can get your hands on a rare Civil War coin and free copy of this book, The Lost Gold of the Republic, for only $129. Start your journey to own assets that will increase in value. Check them out today, finestknown.com slash swan. All right, back to this story. So last week, the Russian government came out and made a pretty astounding claim. They said not only did they have proof of Ukrainian biolabs, but they also had proof that the president's own son, Hunter Biden, was involved in fundraising for those biolabs. The commander of the Russian Nuclear Biological and Chemical Protection Forces claimed that there is a scheme of interaction between U.S. government agencies and Ukrainian biological objects and pointed to the financing of such activities by structures close to the current U.S. leadership. In particular, the investment fund Rosemont Seneca, which is headed by Hunter Biden. Now, predictably, the White House and the Biden administration came out and said this story, of course, is not true. It's simply Russian disinformation. The only problem is then the Daily Mail came out and said, actually, it may not be disinformation. Not only that, but there is a lot of evidence that many of these claims are absolutely provably true because of emails on Hunter Biden's laptop. Remember the laptop that only a couple of weeks ago, the New York Times finally admitted that yes, it is in fact Hunter Biden's lost laptop. So here's what we know. Emails from Hunter Biden's laptop show that he was in fact an investor in and supporter of a company called MetaBiota, a Department of Defense contractor specializing in research on pandemic causing diseases that could be used as bioweapons. Again, from the Daily Mail here, quote, he also introduced Metabiota to an allegedly corrupt Ukrainian gas firm, Burisma, for a, quote, science project involving high biosecurity level labs in Ukraine. And although Metabiota is ostensibly a medical data company, its vice president emailed Hunter in 2014 describing how they could, quote, assert Ukraine's cultural and economic independence from Russia, an unusual goal for a biotech firm. In April 2014, Metabiota Vice President Mary Gutierrez wrote a memo to Hunter outlining how they could, quote, assert Ukraine's cultural and economic independence from Russia. Four days after Gutierrez's April 14th email, a Burisma executive wrote to Hunter revealing that the then Vice President's son had pitched a, quote, science project involving Burisma and Metabiota in Ukraine. Quote, please find few initial points to be discussed for the purposes of analyzing the potential of this, as you called, Science Ukraine project. Now keep in mind, in case you forgot, Burisma is the corrupt Ukrainian gas company that Hunter Biden was on the board of, on the board and receiving a salary of over a million dollars a year to advise the company while his father was vice president of the United States. And remember that Hunter Biden had absolutely no experience or previous work experience in the areas of gas, natural gas, or oil. He was clearly involved in a pay-to-play scheme with Burisma, and this is the same company that he was trying to bring into a connection with Metabiota to work on a so-called Ukrainian science project. 
So what exactly was Hunter Biden's role in all of this? Well, it was several roles. First of all, he and his partners at Rosemont Seneca actually invested about $500,000 into Metabiota back in 2014. That was the first step. But not only that, but he had also used his influence to convince Goldman Sachs to invest millions of dollars into the company as well. Financial reports reveal that RSTP led the company's first round of funding, which amounted to $30 million. Former managing director and co-founder of RSTP, Neil Callahan, a name that appears many times on Hunter Biden's hard drive, also sits on Metabiota's board of advisors. But it wasn't just about raising money here for Hunter Biden. Yes, he invested 500000 through Rosemont Seneca. And yes, he also helped to lead that first round, getting Goldman Sachs involved in raising $30 million. But beyond that, he was also involved in helping to secure clients on behalf of Metabiota, and that includes the U.S. Department of Defense. Emails and documents suggest that Hunter Biden had a prominent role in making sure that Metabiota was able to conduct its pathogen research just a few hundred miles from the border with Russia. Not only that, but government spending records show the Department of Defense awarded an $18.4 million contract to Metabiota between February of 2014 and November of 2016 with $307,091 earmarked for Ukraine research projects. Which again means that $18.4 million contract that Hunter Biden helped to secure from the Department of Defense occurred while his father was still vice president of the United States and was the person that President Obama put in charge of overseeing Ukraine. Which might also explain why the Biden administration, why broadcast media, legacy media, big tech are all working to suppress the story of Ukrainian biolabs. They were trying to suppress that story three weeks before Victoria Newland admitted there were biolabs. In fact, the media was actually saying and fact-checking that there were no biolabs before anybody was saying there were biolabs in Ukraine. Why is that? Is it because of the fact, which we didn't know until just a couple of days ago, that in fact Hunter Biden, the president's own son, while our current president was vice president, was involved in funding those labs, helping to create them, ensuring that they were only a few miles away from the Russian border to conduct these experiments, and also was helping to secure contracts from the U.S. Department of Defense. The Biden family, once again, enriching themselves while selling out the country. We've seen this story over and over and over again. It came up during the election, and now a new layer to the story that we have never seen before. It takes it this whole story of biolabs to an entirely different level, not only of what was happening in those labs, but of who was behind it. Now, as I said, there's a lot more to the story, including an incredible connection between this company, Metabiota, and the Wuhan Lab of Virology, the Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China, and EcoHealth Alliance. We're gonna break that down for you in our next report, so you wanna be sure to watch that. It'll be out in a couple of days. In the meantime, if you wanna get these reports sent to you, whenever they come out, just send me a text to the number on your screen. We'll send them to your mobile device every time they come out. Also, we're posting all of these reports on our new social media platform, Sovereign. Ladies and gentlemen, because this is radio, and I normally don't play such long clips from other hosts, but Ben Swan is so spot on on his reporting on this. It is so critical. If you want to learn more about these and keep up with what Ben Swan is doing, I want you to go to sovereign.media now sovereign is spelled different s-o-v-r-e-n s-o-v-r-e-n dot media is where you go uh and uh, ladies and gentlemen 
these stories are riveting. What's going on is shocking. But here's the worst of it. I don't see anybody really talking seriously about this. Hunter Biden literally invested in these biolabs, literally worked with the Wuhan lab on coronaviruses or bat virus, whatever, literally uh, had relationships with the military. Now, here's the most important piece to this in my mind, folks. The government told you that it was all bogus about Hunter. The mainstream press told you the laptop and the details were bogus, not real, not really his laptop. Now, literally after Biden's president, now they're all authenticating the emails saying it's all valid, it's all true. Uh, They're still downplaying the story, though. This is criminal activity to the point of treason by the vice president at the time, Joe Biden, now the president, and his son, Hunter. But more than that, all those who were doing business with him, the United States military, all these big corporate entities around the world, these big banks that are involved, there's more. Ben Swan has the details. Hunter Biden at the center of it has not only provided so much insight into the reality of these biolabs and what they may have been doing, but there is actually more to this story. The company Hunter Biden had invested in and raised millions of dollars for, Metabiota, is actually connected to EcoHealth Alliance and the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yes, the very same entities that were performing gain-of-function research that ultimately led to COVID-19. You cannot make this stuff up. I'm Ben Swan, and we're going to break down all the details and evidence for you. This is Truth in Media. Hey guys, welcome to the show. So much to get to today as we are taking a look at the connection between this Ukrainian biolab company and the Wuhan Institute of Virology and EcoHealth Alliance. Yes, the same two entities that helped to create COVID-19 through gain-of-function research. We're going to break down all this for you, but I do want to mention something to you. This is part two of a two-part series. Our first part on this was actually all about the connection of Hunter Biden specifically to Metabiota, the money he personally invested, the money he helped raise through Goldman Sachs, and the money he helped to secure through contracts through the Department of Defense. Now today, we're gonna break down the part of the story that deals with the gain of function in studying bat coronaviruses that came about through EcoHealth Alliance in the Wuhan lab, and the fact that this Ukrainian company that Hunter Biden was involved in was also heavily involved in that research. All the details on that in just a minute. Before we do, a shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Create Tailwind and createtailwind.com. If you wanna take greater control of your financial future, you gotta talk to the guys at Create Tailwind. Bob Burnett, Jim Oliver, these guys are geniuses when it comes to teaching you how to bank on yourself, keep more of your own money, and to use the process of infinite banking, something that Fortune 500 companies and wealthy individuals do every day. Check them out today, createtailwind.com. Okay, so back to this story. So to understand this, you gotta go all the way back to 2014 because in 2014, the US government actually banned a practice called gain-of-function research. Now, to understand that, you have to understand something about coronaviruses. Coronaviruses are an interesting kind of virus because it's a virus that jumps between an animal and a human. A virus that easily attaches to an animal cell usually does not easily attach to a human cell. And if it easily attaches to a human cell, it doesn't necessarily easily attach to an animal cell. So a coronavirus is actually a very ineffective virus most of the time in nature, and it self-eradicates very quickly. That's what happened to SARS all the way back in 2002. It self-eradicated because even though it jumped from animals to humans, it wasn't able to hold on to the human cells very easily. 
Gain-of-function research is this mad scientist approach to coronaviruses that essentially says that scientists in a lab will take those viruses that attach easily to animal cells and will change them and alter them artificially so that they can also easily attach to human cells. It's insane. It's so insane that in 2014, the US government outlawed it. They banned it, said you cannot perform this kind of research in the United States anymore. But the research didn't go away. What we've told you for the last two years is that research was offshored from the United States to China and other labs around the world, including the Wuhan lab of virology. Because it was illegal, the NIH could not directly fund the research being done at the Wuhan Institute of Virology on a gain of function. So instead, they used a third party. And the NIH funded a company called EcoHealth Alliance. And EcoHealth Alliance, with about $3 million, was able to then turn around and put that research into place in the Wuhan lab. We've known all this for two years and been reporting on it. The new piece to this story, though, what we did not know until days ago, is that in fact, it wasn't just at the Wuhan lab or Chinese labs where this research was taking place. And in fact, there was also a Ukrainian company involved in this same research working with EcoHealth Alliance and working with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a company called Metabiota, the company that Hunter Biden was invested in. In fact, back in 2014, when Hunter Biden began raising funds from Metabiota, also became a partner of EcoHealth Alliance as part of the U.S. Agency for International Development, or USAID's PREDICT project, which seeks to, quote, predict and prevent global emerging disease threats. As part of this effort, researchers from Metabiota, EcoHealth Alliance, and the Wuhan Institute of Virology collaborated on a study relating to bat infectious diseases in China. Quote, sensitive and broadly reactive RT-PCR assays were performed at Wuhan Institute of Virology, Chinese Academy of Sciences, the paper notes. Researchers from EcoHealth Alliance and Metabiota have also collaborated on presentations on how to, quote, live safely with bats and studies linking emerging infectious disease outbreaks to wildlife trade facilities, including wet markets. So what does all of this mean? Well, it continues to add focus and clarity to a story that until a couple of weeks ago, was almost entirely hidden from public view. Look, we've known about the connections between the NIH and Dr. Anthony Fauci, the Wuhan lab, and Peter Daszak, but what we haven't known is that there was also a connection to the Ukrainian biolabs, biolabs that absolutely do exist, that's now been proven, and biolabs that were being funded by personal investment from Hunter Biden, investment that he helped to raise, and contracts from the Department of Defense, which he helped to secure $18.4 million worth of contracts. But it also means this, that the company was working hand in hand as recently as April of 2021 with the same entities that use gain of function research to create COVID-19. And now after attempting to reset the entire world through a worldwide pandemic that came from this lab, trying to reset economies, governments, civil rights, constitutional rights, the whole process that we've gone through, now it seems like these same players are pushing for World War III with Russia over labs that they, in fact, helped to fund, create, and have personally 
profited from. I said, again, thanks for watching this story. So keep in mind, again, we have part one also on Sovereign.media. You can check it out there. We have more on this story coming up in the next few days and weeks because it is continuing to develop. If you want to get our reports as soon as they come out, because believe this, social media is hiding these reports. They don't want you to see them. They don't want you to know about the connections between the Biden family and these labs. So if you want these reports sent directly to your mobile device. Send me a text of the number on your screen. We will send these reports to you when they come out. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bush. But I normally don't play that much audio, ladies and gentlemen, from other people. But you know what? This reporting is stellar by Ben Swan. Uh, Truth in media is his tagline. Uh, he used to do what's called reality check as well. Uh, and uh, Sovereign, S O. V-R-E-N dot media is where you can find his stuff. I'm just telling you right now, um, you know what? We have so much evidence on Hunter and Joe now to where I don't see why the Republicans aren't talking about impeachment. Okay, the Republicans are doing nothing. The Republicans are about to double down and in a bipartisan way. Put this whacked out judge that can't even define woman Jackson into the Supreme Court. What they should be doing is impeaching whacked out Joe for his criminal activity with his son Hunter. Look, his son Hunter is a drug addict who has lost multiple laptops. This guy's literally funding coronavirus labs in the Ukraine, right near the Russian border. And then when Russia decides they're not going to tolerate it anymore, we act like Russia is just totally out of control. Well, I'm not defending Russia. And I'm not defending the Ukraine, but I'm telling you that we have been provocateurs in this to the point where it's not even funny. You've literally got Hunter Biden, this drug addict that loses all his laptops, that gets involved with women and makes babies and then lies and says it's not his kid till DNA tests force that it is. This drug addict losing laptops that literally create national security crises in America. The mainstream press covering for these clowns. And now Ben Swan literally doubles down and reports on this in a very, very tell-all way. You know what? Ben Swan is a an American hero over at Sovereign.media. Truth in media really matters. Hunter Biden literally raised millions for the Ukrainian biolabs. In addition to that, he secured U.S military contracts in addition to the U uh, Ukraine biolab company um, Hunter invested in that then he worked with Wuhan labs on bat coronavirus folks and then we tell you this stuff is man-made as a bioweapon <clears throat> and then we tell you that it was leaked from the lab on purpose to create the great reset in the world and then they say, you're crazy. There's nothing to what you say. But every time we turn around, <clears throat> their claims go by the wayside. First, the New York Times said, hey, and you know what? That laptop's probably not even Hunter's. It's bogus. Well, now they admit blatantly it is. Uh, they said this is no story. The story has no legs. It's just whacked out conspiracy extremist Trump backers. Well, now Hillary literally funded the dishonest, untrue dossier. There's going to be fines, but nothing that'll affect Hillary, literally. So they can literally go after a sitting president. They can literally fund opposition research, use that research to impeach a president 
That's what they did to, to Trump. Now we find out that, hey, Hillary did fund the opposition research. Hillary did spy on Donald Trump. Uh, these things did happen. And then when we told you it happened, they said, oh, they're crazy. That isn't true. Just whacked out Trump supporters. Now we find out it's true. Now Donald Trump even asking Vladimir Putin, hey, release the goods on Hunter and Joe. Well, what gives with all that? I don't know. And I'm not really asking Putin to be involved here. We have enough evidence to prosecute these criminals to the fullest extent of the law. National security breaches, to say the least, of the discussions. Criminal activity beyond Nuremberg trials, folks. But who's doing anything? The Republicans are ready to put Ms. Jackson into the Supreme Court to lord over you and to put a nail in the coffin of pro-life. Ladies and gentlemen, we better get incensed and we better do it quickly. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. As Russia continues to launch bombs into Ukraine, Ukrainian President Zelensky addressed Australian Parliament this morning. The Russian aggression is destroying the lives of people, has become a real threat to your country and to your people as well, because this is the nature of the evil. It can instantly cross any distance. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is expected to end the use of Title 42 a pandemic-era public health safety policy that both the Trump administration and Biden administration used to rapidly expel migrants at the border. By late May, the Biden administration will allow it to end. GOP lawmakers say it will open the floodgates of illegal immigration into this country. A line of severe storms ripped across the deep south overnight. Folks in Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri, and Texas keep an eye to the sky. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. Final Four Men's Basketball Tournament continues Saturday. Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, and Villanova. The championship game will be next week. There's a new law governing sports and gender in Oklahoma. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt has signed a bill into law that prohibits transgender boys and girls from competing on sports teams consistent with their gender at public schools and colleges in the state. 
the law will require that a parent or guardian of a student at a public school, public charter school, or public college in the state who competes on a sports team sign an affidavit acknowledging their child's biological gender at birth and requiring them to only play on a sports team associated with that gender. He added he wasn't concerned with the potential of the NCAA removing events from the state after suggesting it may if the measure were signed into law. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Elon Musk, ladies and gentlemen, is in the news. Who's Elon, you may ask? Musk is the co-founder of Tesla and, of course, the founder of SpaceX. And he made remarks in response to a question that was asked to him. Hey, would you go ahead and create a new media, social media system? And uh, Elon Musk is now giving serious thought to launching a new social media platform. Now, here's what I find fascinating. They say that will be transparent with its algorithms. Prioritize free speech. And will keep propaganda to a minimum. Now, let me just ask you, how do you have a free speech zone, platform, mechanism, whatever you want to call it? How do you have transparent algorithms, but yet keep propaganda to a minimum? Because here's the deal. If you're going to keep propaganda to a minimum, somebody's got to be the, quote, propaganda czar, right? Somebody's got to be in charge to say, hey, now that's propaganda, Sam, you and Ben Swan and talking about the Ukrainian biolab company being funded by uh, Hunter Biden, the uh, laptop being uh, Hunter Biden invested in and raised millions for Hunter Biden literally had customers and uh, vendors and he put them all together. The U.S. military and Ukrainian bioweapons labs tied to the Wuhan lab in the communist nation of China right across the border from Russia. And that's all propaganda, Sam. What I'm saying to you is Elon Musk, ladies and gentlemen, is like the rest of them. They want you to believe that somehow Elon Musk is giving serious thought to launching a new social media platform that will be transparent in its algorithms, a backer of free speech, but keep propaganda to a minimum. Well, it all depends on how you define propaganda and who's peddling propaganda. He says one that would consist of open source algorithms, one where free speech and adhering to free speech is given top priority, where propaganda is minimal. Well, the only way I know to do that, ladies and gentlemen, would be to say that the mainstream press can't participate in it and your government can't participate on Elon Musk's platform. That's the only way, ladies and gentlemen, I can figure. That's the only way that I can figure that we could have a propaganda minimal system. I mean, who's the biggest peddler of propaganda in America today? Answer, mainstream press in bed with your government, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be very clear. 
let's be super vocal and direct about this, shall we now? Government has literally promoted propaganda more than any other group in the world. Let me give you an example to make the point. Ready? We told you that the death rates related to coronavirus were bogus, that the numbers were faked, that they were lying. They said, oh, my gosh, you guys are conspiracy nuts. You're crazy. You guys are COVID deniers, aren't you? Uh, just like climate change deniers or, you know, birthers or truthers or something. And they went off like that. The truth is now they admit, hey, a lot of the deaths attributed to COVID. Well, the people might have had COVID when they died, but that wasn't the cause of their death. Same thing with hospitalizations. They had to admit, hey, a lot of people are in the hospital that ended up with COVID or have COVID. But that's not the reason they went to the hospital. But in all cases, for two years, they literally made us believe that. Now we find out that a lot of the people in the hospitals have had the vaccine. But at first, they wanted you to believe that, golly, if you were unvaccinated, I mean, you're almost assured to go to the hospital. And it'll be because of COVID that you get there. But if you're vaccinated, I mean, very rarely do you go to the hospital then. Well, they got caught lying on that, too. Then they said, hey, the coronavirus vaccine, hardly any side effects. This thing's safe and effective and good. Never mind it's experimental. That's just the nature of Operation Warp Speed or whatever the lie was then, right? And now we find out there's thousands of serious side effects. So who's peddling propaganda? Answer, your government in bed with the mainstream press. Okay, now you look at it in Hunter Biden. We said the laptop's real. The government said, no, it's not. The mainstream media said, no, you guys are nuts. It's not true. It's not real. Same thing with Hunter Biden. Gets involved with a a lady of ill repute, I might directly say. And he makes a baby with her. And then he says, it's not my kid. And she says, yes, it is. He says, no, it ain't. I ain't paying nothing. I ain't doing nothing. Turns out that, hey, this bimbo, it is Hunter's baby. Right? And, and now, don't get on me for saying bimbo eruption. That was Hillary Clinton's phrase now. Right? Okay, this is what I mean. Who's the one that literally said, oh, there's no sex scandals going on? And then we find out, oh, yeah, there is. The Me Too movement and so on. The government in bed with mainstream press is so full of propaganda. Now the Russia discussion. We're told that Russia is just belligerent, totally out of control. Vladimir's just crazy. Now, I'm not backing Vladimir Putin in any way, but I'm telling you, when we literally build bioweapons labs right across the border from him, we literally get in bed with the Chinese and create this uh, coronavirus bioweapon and then create the counter bioweapon, the coronavirus vaccine. And then we wonder why Russia's getting kind of crazy. Now, Hunter Biden, literally a drug addict, literally compromising national security, and nobody even cares or lifts a finger to stop it. In fact, the mainstream press covers up and doubles down in defense of. Now we hear that, don't worry, Elon Musk is going to get a social media system together. It's going to be real transparent. It's going to tell the truth. Propaganda will be kept to a minimum. I wonder if Elon would shut me down. Would he shut down Liberty News Radio? Would he shut down Loving Liberty Radio Networks? Would he shut down Liberty Roundtable Live? Would he shut down Bridie on TV and radio? Or would we be welcome on his platform? Okay, see, that's what you really got to ask yourself. 
And I'm not trying to attack Elon Musk, but I just don't have a lot of confidence in him. Do you? All right. While this is all going on, ladies and gentlemen, the government is moving more and more and more towards tyranny. You say, Sam, what are you talking about? Well, listen up and I'll tell you. Arizona, the great state of Arizona, first to offer driver's licenses on iPhones. That's right. Arizona, the first state to offer driver's licenses on iPhones and other states want to be next. That's right. What do you think of that? You want your driver's license on your iPhone? All that. Hold on. Let me see your driver's license, young man. The cop takes your phone. Walks back to his cop car. Well, what does he do? It used to be where he used to look stuff up on his system. Now it might be that he just plugs your phone into a portal and downloads the whole contents. And then claims, what, you gave permission? Right? I mean, what is going on around here? That's where we're going. That's where they're headed with this stuff, folks. I kid you not, that's their agenda. So you got the first state, Arizona, offering driver's licenses on iPhones. Other states want to be next. Now listen up. Residents of some states can now request, of course, a digital copy of their coronavirus vaccination card that can now be added to their Apple wallet on their iPhone, which displays a QR code that is unique to that person. So what do you think of that now? Now they're going to have your driver's license on your phone and your coronavirus record on your phone. And if you don't have a vaccine, well, then what? Well, they'll for sure at the least have a... uh, well, you tested negative, updated test in your uh, Apple wallet, right? So let me see your license and let me see your either negative corona test or your vaccination status. And the cop will be able to literally take your phone and go back to his cop car. Will he be able to just plug it in and suck all the data off of it while he's at it? I don't know, but this is what we've got going on, right? This is what we're seeing happening. And states uh, couldn't be more delighted to jump aboard. What do you think of all that, folks? You comfortable with that? They also say in the wake of Russia's continuing war in the Ukraine, the U.S. State Department plans to give $100 million dollars to the Ukrainian Ministry of Internal Affairs. You comfortable with that? They say the additional funding will provide civilian security assistance. Uh Uh-huh. Hang tight. 
Liberty Roundtable Live. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how to handle this uh, very well. Biden signs pending bill. He's going to give the Ukraine just millions and billions of dollars. Biden pledges another $500 million in aid to the Ukraine. Biden signs budget bill with Ukraine aid. $13.6 $13.6 billion in additional military and humanitarian aid to the Ukraine. Um, of course, no COVID-19 aid. Not that I'm really for COVID-19 aid in the first place, right? But you look at that and you go, what? Yeah. Biden on Tuesday, I don't know if you know this. Signed a bill providing $13.6 billion in additional military and humanitarian aid to the Ukraine as part of a $1.5 trillion spending bill. <laughs> I don't even know how to relate to this. $1.5 trillion spending bill how do you respond to this how do we do this with the republicans they voted for it folks so biden 
on Tuesday signed a bill providing $13.6 billion in additional military and humanitarian aid to Ukraine as part of a $1.5 trillion government spending measure. I, I don't know how to respond to this. The numbers are so staggering. And when we are literally $30 trillion in debt, not counting unfunded liabilities, if we talk about that, we're more like $150 trillion in debt. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't even fathom what a trillion is. Neither can I, by the way. I'm not uh, attacking you as individuals. I'm just saying we don't even know what a trillion dollars is. You know, they, they have all these examples where they show you, oh, well, it's look, it's dollar bills stacked this high as, uh, you know, in a warehouse as far as the eye can see or whatever. But they don't have any way to really document at all what a trillion dollars is. The average American doesn't even know. You can't even count to a trillion in your lifetime, ladies and gentlemen, much less spend it. But now Arizona is going to offer driver's licenses. These residents of some states are going to put your COVID vaccine on the on the iPhone or whatever willingly. Now you got your driver's license and your whatever. Now you got Apple Pay. You're going to put all your money on it. Pretty soon, what if a cop gets a hold of your phone? Via or privacy gone, ladies and gentlemen. And now we're literally having. Uh, the U.S. State Department gives $100 million. Where does the U.S. State Department get authority over the budget? Now Biden signs this bill giving literally $13.6 billion. What are we going to do, folks? We are going to literally destroy our economy over all this. But meanwhile, Americans are trying to get to the truth, folks. They're trying to get to the bottom of things. There's an 82-year-old lady that was trying to do that. She's in Irvington Township, New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. And this township, this Irvington Township, New Jersey, accuses Eloise McDaniel. She's 82 years old of harassment and defamation. Why? Because she filed 75 requests for information about Mayor Tony Voss and his administration over a three-year period of time. And that's uh, reports uh, NJ.com. Okay. They say in the lawsuit against her, the town says McDaniels, this 82-year-old lady, has filed her requests with the sole purpose of an intent to harass, abuse, and harm plaintiffs and employees of the township, including its mayor. I kid you not. It adds that trying to fulfill these voluminous requests has been unduly burdensome, time-consuming, and expensive. McDaniels responds... And calls the lawsuit ridiculous and says that as an, a taxpayer and as a homeowner, she is entitled to know how her tax dollars are being spent. 
She says, I want to know how my hard-earned tax dollars are being spent. And the state's Open Public Record Act does not put a limit on requests. And a New Jersey attorney who specializes in this finds it especially ludicrous that the town views 75 requests over three years as burdensome, as voluminous, as equivalent uh, to a uh, intentional harassment. This attorney says that's bogus. So now what do you got? You literally got a town suing this lady because she asked for too much information. She says, as a taxpayer and a homeowner, I should know how my tax dollars are being spent. I have every right to know that. The state's Open Public Record Act doesn't minimize what I can file and learn about. So 75 requests over three years, ladies and gentlemen. What's that? Average 25 requests a year? What's that? Basically two requests a month. So literally every two weeks she files another request. And I would submit to the township, maybe if they were to act on her requests, be a little more transparent, maybe she wouldn't be filing so many requests. Maybe she wouldn't be in such a voluminous filing mood, if you will. But when you try to get accountability from your government and they stonewall to the point that they're doing, maybe then the lady's like, uh, I better research more. Right? Maybe I better research more. Maybe I better dig in harder. Anyway, I find that very interesting. Poor 82-year-old lady. This is what I mean, though, when I tell people, if you think you're a sovereign citizen, you can just file all the requests you want and do all that you want to. You better uh, think again, because what they will do is just call you a paper terrorist and attack you. Now, this poor 82-year-old lady says, look, I don't need this. I don't need this at all. She's like, I want to just live out my life in peace. But now she's on the government's radar. Whether she can ever shake the government, time will tell, right? Anyway, I just thought I'd bring that to your attention. Poor McDaniel. Poor lady. All right, next story before the end of the hour. A record 10% of the world's power was generated by wind and solar. That's of 2021. USA Today with this piece. A new report says that wind and solar power are the fastest growing source of energy, accounting for a total 10% of the world's energy output in 2021. Now, they say clean energy now accounts for, what do they say, 38%? Wow. Uh, I find this interesting. I would like to see them back up their claims. Additionally, they say clean energy sources accounted for 38% of the world's total power supply. Last year, they say, surpassing coal by 2%. Now, 
the report published on Wednesday by the, quote, independent climate think tank, Ember, also noted that solar increased 23% wind by 14%. You buying it, folks? I don't know that I'm buying their numbers. And it all depends, ladies and gentlemen, on who's defining clean energy, right? If I make a solar panel, they say it's clean energy. But I say that's a lie. It isn't clean energy. How much environmental catastrophe does it take, ladies and gentlemen? How much does it take in uh, environmental problems? I don't know what word to use here. To create a solar panel. When you create a wind turbine, what technology does it take and what kind of environmental impact is the creation thereof, the side of the equation that's being ignored? When they get it out in the field, they say it's super clean energy. That may be true. But what does it take to build these contraptions in the first place? Uh, And when you put a windmill up, you're killing birds left and right. Where's the environmentalists? Where's the Me Too environmentalists now? See, you're not being told the truth, folks. It might be that a record 10% of the world's power was generated by wind and solar in 2021. And it might be true that according to their definition, hey, this clean energy deal. I don't deny that a lot of that may be factual, but it all depends on, again, how you design the facts and how you ask the questions. Is it clean energy to kill birds with your wind turbine? Is it clean energy uh, when you have this uh, solar panel or whatever? Uh It's not very clean to produce it or to create it, right? So in my opinion, it's dishonest, folks, for what they're saying and doing. But again, they're the ones that hold all the cards. They're the ones that, what's USA Today, don't you know? If I speak out against it, they say that I'm involved in propaganda. I tell you that I'm right. Later, if they admit that I'm right, then what? Who was the peddler of? Who was the purveyor of propaganda, right? That's the problem. So anyway, I submit to you that we get so much propaganda from our government that it is shocking, right? It is shocking how much we get from your government and from your mainstream media. So Elon Musk, I would like to ask you, my friend, if you're going to keep propaganda to a minimum on your platform, are you going to bar government and bar the mainstream press from your platform? Because that's the only way you can keep propaganda to a minimum, sir. Wow. All right. Just thought I'd bring that to your attention. Hard-hitting talk always. Hopefully it was full of news that it refused to use. Hopefully it was educational. That's what we aim to do on this broadcast is tell the tale of liberty. We are truth tellers. And boy, do we take a beating for it, huh? All right. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Have a great, great rest of your day. I am Sam Bushman. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, BrighteonRadio.com. Spread the word. Share the love. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Mm-hmm.